Hi guys, welcome to another episode of In Love Nayo. I hope this finds you well. Thank you for tuning in. This episode is called The Thick of It and it has been inspired by the fact that I've been in a funk. Like we all have our off days, but this has definitely lasted a few more days than I would have liked. Um and sometimes like I mean life happens it's not always great it's not always awful but sometimes we walk through seasons which I like to describe as thick like you're wading through thick mud like each step is an effort it's messy it's tiring it's work and I think we can all agree this season of 2021 after the year we collectively had in the world of 2020 is work still figuring out social distancing to wear or not to wear face masks to have or not to have a vaccination another possible lockdown um still the fallout of like black Lives matters and all the kind of horrible racial injustice injustices that happened last year like emotionally physically mentally the wading through the thick takes its toll it's tiring um and as i was writing the blog that goes to this along with this podcast i was trying to find my analogy to explain what i felt like god had placed on my heart and i looked to my right and i can see my son's my youngest son's book collection and i immediately reached for the book we're going on a bear hunt it's a great book it's been around for ages it's like a um, children's book from the 1990s and it was just perfect for what i wanted to share and essentially it's about a family who's going on a bear hunt and they're trying to find a bear each page like however they encounter an obstacle which causes them to stumble or to trip um but they decide like they can't go over it they can't go under it they're gonna go through it and the book follows this pattern each time they encounter like a river a mud a forest they decide they're not going over it they're not going under it they're gonna go through it um well i mean they they could have decided to just turn around and go home but they wouldn't have found their bear if they did and it's funny I've read this book to my son over a dozen times maybe even more and I completely just missed how relatable the message is for so many seasons in life like so many seasons in life good bad thick we can't go round we can't go under we can't run away from we can't hand it over to someone else to deal with for us like we can't wish it away we have to walk through it when you see couples who have been married for like 30 plus years it would be naive to think that they just got there free of any wading or a new york times best-selling author like 80 words doesn't just write themselves i'm sure there was some sacrifice and discipline or an olympic gold medalist or anyone who has any success or any triumph or overcome something beating the odds and beating like cancer despite the doctor saying actually no you've only got a few months any of those overcomers has probably waded through their fair share of mud um and like whatever struggle it is to get through the thick of it to find our bear we need to resolve in our hearts and our minds that the only way is through but we don't have to walk it alone and i know it's such the christian answer but hear me out it's it's so true like during the my um, devotion with my eldest son he asked me to explain the trinity and my answer was like if you picture a scene in light like when you walk into a room and turn on the light what takes place like we turn on the switch at the wall which now allows electricity to flow through the wires to the light bulb which now allows the light bulb to 
illuminate, to shine, to give out light. And like God is the electricity, the power, the source. The Holy Spirit is the switch, the doer, and the bulb is Jesus, the physical light, like the visible working of the free in perfect harmony. All parts are important. If you take away any one of the three, there's no light. And I can't be 100% sure that this is correct. I believe I got the um, this kind of analogy from Benny Hinn's amazing book, Good Morning Holy Spirit, which if you haven't read, I 100% um, recommend that you do. It's brilliant, but I can't be certain. But anyway, like it stuck with me nonetheless, and it's definitely helped my own understanding of the Trinity, and I hope it helps my sons. He kind of just like nodded, so I can't, <laughs> I can't be sure. But this evening, that evening, sorry, as I was like, inspired me to write the the blog post was I was like on my laptop it was 11 p.m I was heading to bed everyone had been asleep I had been up for like hours past the time I wanted to go to bed and working on a course and it had the whole week had followed that kind of pattern I've just been up late trying to just work and finish and complete um the work I had to do and I just remember praying like god this is really hard like I'm lonely um and I just felt a gentle nudge like you have no electricity I felt god saying to me you have no electricity and I instantly just knew exactly what he he meant I instantly knew like I had to be honest with myself I couldn't tell you at the time the last time I had sat down and opened my bible or sat and prayed and sat just sat before god um and it just, it just another analogy that pops into my head is like, if you think, have you ever tried to make toast or like boil the kettle and like you press the lever down and you wait a few seconds and you think, why has nothing happened? And then you realise you haven't switched on, you haven't switched on the appliance from the socket. And even worse, you come to realise you haven't even plugged it in. And it, this is how I felt like without spending time with God I'm cut off from the source like I'm not sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit who is so gentle and like doesn't force himself on us again like read good morning Holy Spirit if you haven't Benny Hinn depicts the Holy Spirit so beautifully and just explains it such in a a way which is so easy to grasp um yeah I'm if I'm not plugged in I'm definitely not walking like Jesus I'm trying to do everything in my own strength which is limited and I'm gonna fail like in and of myself I like everything I need to really flourish at life like I do not have the patience to parent a one-year-old who is still not sleeping through the night a teen with he's um with all their teenisms the grace and the humility to love and respect my husband who I've spent way too much time with over the last like 18 months like don't get me wrong I love him I love me some him and it's been such a blessing to like spend the time and we've done really well actually this season like spend the time and we've enjoyed like time that we never would have been able to spend together with normal busy going to work etc life but he's in need of a boy's trip I'm in need of a girl's trip like time apart is healthy um yeah but anyway like in and of myself I don't have what it takes to like be the super understanding friend for the like 50 11th time talking about that decision we both know she needs to just leave and make or i mean the forgiveness for the family member who is yet again being insensitive or dismissive a bereavement like i said a pandemic and hay fever like if you have allergies this time of the year you know what i mean um like i don't i do not have the resolve to wade through it all without stopping throwing my hands up and like 
deciding forget the bear like forget what's on the other side of the mud like mud just take me now swallow me whole like my own efforts will only get me so far uh, we all we lack the goods let's be honest let's just call it out in our own strength like no no you will not be able to get to the other side of working two jobs to pay off your debt or your mortgage while seeing your friends living up on their third holiday of the year or like enduring the pain of caring for like a sick relative or an elderly parent while dealing with the pressures of raising small humans um like as much as they're a blessing yes it takes takes effort and patience and like they can work on your nerve you know but like it's hard to wade through those those type of things while still being able to offer a kind word or a generous helping hand while being able to smile and not grow bitter or weary or jaded or resentful or snapping or short-tempered like or even enjoy the season like enjoying the wading enjoying the mud enjoying the thick and yes it's possible to still enjoy those seasons to just find the beautiful moments even though they might be small like to find the calm within the storm like you may be able to but me my friends I do not possess that superpower like I'm very aware that like the scripture applies here for me the scripture that in my weakness he is made strong um second corinthians 12 9 like i don't mind admitting things get hard and seasons are fixed like i can boast all the more when the lord shows up and shows out and does what only he can do you know some seasons i definitely believe are designed to prune us to stretch us to refine us but i do not believe like burnout or juggling so many plates only to see them all smashed around our our feet is what god means when he says he comes so that we can have life and have it abundantly um so I was just pointing to the scripture, Psalms 23. I was reminded of the scripture, Psalms 23, and I wanted to share it with you. If you haven't read it, I recommend you do. And I'll just read verse 1 to 3, because that's what I wanted to draw on when I wanted to like share this message with you guys. Um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lay down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me to the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, so if we take a moment just to unpack it quickly, like the first line, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Like he's able to meet all our needs. He He's such a good and generous God. He knows what we need. He doesn't withhold any good thing from his children. And like if you're struggling in this area, like I encourage you to read Matthew 6, where Jesus just talks about like God clothes the lilies and he feeds the birds. And how much more are you so much more precious to God that he's obviously going to take care of your needs. Like you don't have to worry or to stress about it. Um, and then Psalms 23 goes on to say, he maketh me lay down in green pastures. Like God will give us rest. And I love the fact that the word says maketh. Like when we abide in him, he makes sure we have rest and we have peace. Like God's not afraid to knock a few of those plates that we're juggling out of our hands to ensure that we we can find rest. And I believe sometimes we he closes doors because he knows if we had walked through that door, what was on the other side of that door would have wiped us out. Like it would have robbed us of our joy, our time, our health. And really, we need to be we need to be in good shape mentally, physically, emotionally, because God's got plans for us. Like he says, I have plans to prosper you, to give you a hope in the future. And we need to be in a good space to be able to receive that. Um, 
Psalms 23 also says, like, he will restore our soul. And, like, when we are depleted, he will refill, re- refill us. It, he energizes us. He uplifts us. He invigorates us. He keeps us looking young. Like, it literally says in the Bible um, that, like, he will renew us like the eagles. So, like, you don't need Botox. Like, you can just plug in and you've got Jesus. You're going to be looking young <laughs> as long as you're, you know, you're abiding in him. Um, it also says he leads us besides the waters and for me I've just I love this bit because I just feel like you know he gives us peace he leads us to a place which is calm and like still waters like a beautiful scenery is what I imagine when when he says that like God says be still and now I am God like the battle is not yours it's his um and there could be a battle all around you and you'll come out untouched like people will wonder how come you're so calm you're going through what and you're you're not like falling apart or your business is thriving during a pandemic when others businesses are people's businesses are closing or or like filing for bankruptcy like oh wow you've gone through what in your marriage and you're like you're celebrating 20 years now like by the world standards you should have been divorced and hating each other like but no but with god he can give you peace and he can see you through seasons which may have taken others out and it just reminds me of um the story in daniel 3 of the three the three men who the king throws into the furnace because i think he he refuses to they refuse to bow down to them um, to bow down to the king it's like they throw him in the, they're thrown into the fire and this fire is literally seven times hotter than normal they say that the guards that were carrying these men to to throw their men died before before they even got there but when the king looks in he sees four men walking around freely unharmed by the fire and he's thinking what what is going on and it was god god was in there with them protecting them in the middle of their trial in the middle of their thick in the middle of their wading like his word is true he never leaves us or forsakes us even in difficult times when it doesn't feel like he is there he's completely there and when we're abiding in him we can trust that he's in control of our situation he's not surprised he's not surprised by a pandemic he's not surprised by the fact that we're in quarantine or or we're going through any issue of any sort and like my favorite part of like Daniel 3 um is verse 27 and it it literally like gives me chills when I sit down and proper like let it sink in and it's I'll read it it says like all the important people, the government leaders and the king's counsellors gathered around to examine them and they discovered that the fire hadn't so much as so much as touched the three men. Not a hair singe, not a scorch mark on their clothes, not even the smell of fire on them. And like this is what it means, what this is what I believe it means when God covers us. Fires, trials that would like here yeah, we said earlier would take others out just gives you the opportunity to testify of the goodness of God how he kept you people will gather around and like try to examine you and ask you questions they'll be confused like wow you've been through what and you look so amazing you're so strong like that's your story you come out unharmed not smelling of smoke not covered in mud like stronger joyful thriving sometimes we'll go through fixed seasons and come out better on the other end and people will be shocked and I feel like it's also part of our testimony to point people to the glory of God like yeah in and of myself that would have wiped me out but because God kept me and covered me like 
I'm here, I'm doing well, I'm thriving, like, I can, I can talk about that difficult time, but I can talk about it knowing that it doesn't define me, like, I'm not defined by that situation, I'm all the more better and stronger for going through it and coming out, not smelling or smoke, um, but lastly, looking at Psalms 23, if we look at verse 3, it's my favourite part of the scripture, and um, it says, like, he make us walk through righteousness for his namesake, for his namesake, he gives us purpose, he purposes us, he includes us in his plan, he puts us to work for him, for his glory, he sets us up with all we need to win, to thrive, at the job he designed for us to do before we were even born, Ephesians 2.10 says, like, God set out work for us to do before we were even born, like, you know, we all know the scripture, like, he designed us in our mother's womb, he knitted us together, like, he had plans for us, and he does that for his namesake, he includes us, we have our inheritance in him, um, it's nepotism and it's finest, is like what, how I kind of like to think about it, like, he's the ultimate boss, and he's our heavenly father, like, yeah, I'll work for you, God, like, whatever you got for me to do, I'm gonna do it, because I know you're gonna set me up to win, like, God wants to see us win, um, and I just believe, like, psalms 23 like what i've just read one to three that's the promises god has for us but it's only possible when we're plugged into him into the source like the life giver the almighty the one who's able to fight for us and like we said restore us uplift us guide us um yeah and i just encourage you like god can do all things and if you're in the thick of a season just be intentional about spending more time with him being patient to wait on him, to hear from him, not rushing ahead of him. Um, you may still have to wait, but he will see you through it. So thank you for listening, guys. And um, that's all from me. Signing off, as always, in love, Nayo.